Welcome to the Piece of Cake Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm Brianne, and we're here to make your wedding planning a piece, piece of, of cake. cake. Who are we? Just a couple of best friends who are passionate about weddings and all the little details along the way. We've been brides and bridesmaids, day off coordinators, and party planners. We're accountants by day and wedding enthusiasts by night. We'll use our experience and attention to detail to help you plan your special day. We know this is a really exciting time in your life, but the logistics can be stressful. That's where we come in. Tune in with us every week and your wedding will be a piece of cake. So another thing that you don't know about us is I really love to bake. And I really love to eat the things that Emily bakes. <laughs> so today's episode is related to that because we're talking about desserts. Yum! <laughs> we love dessert. So at a wedding, obviously, the first thing you think about is wedding cake. Because that's the traditional thing, right? Yeah. But, of course, we want to talk about all the other options that are out there. There's so many fun things for wedding desserts nowadays. So we're going to first go through a list of some of the options. Of course, there's a ton of things you can do. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's cake. Beyond that, there's cupcakes and mini cupcakes. And pies and mini pies. <laughs> cake pops are already mini. Yep. <laughs> dessert shooters, like little cups with dessert in them. Like tiramisu or something. Those yep. are so Chocolate fun. Chocolate mousse. Oh, yum. Having a candy bar. Yep. Cookies. Ice cream. Yep. Donuts. S'mores, which is my very favorite dessert thing. Mm -hmm. And obviously you can do some whole combination of this, a dessert bar, lots of different fun things. I actually had a dessert bar at my wedding and we had miniature bite-sized pies and mm -hmm. little mini cupcakes and then some dessert shooters that had tiramisu mm -hmm. and chocolate mousse in them and it was seriously one of my favorite things about my wedding. Yes. And the pictures of it turned out great and everyone enjoyed it it seemed like and mm -hmm. we had some leftovers which was awesome <laughs> and then we also did have a full-sized cake too because I really wanted to have a cake and have all the cool decorations on it and have the pictures of it and do a cake cutting mm -hmm. so dessert was super important to me at my wedding yes I loved your dessert bar I remember you had cookies and cream mini pies and those yes, were they were so good probably one of my favorites I think I tried everything on the table and then had more the next day at your brunch <laughs> it was so good for my wedding, we kept it a little bit more traditional, and we had the traditional three-tiered cake that was gorgeous and yummy, and then on the side, we also did an ice cream sundae bar, so it was a, just a little fun addition to our normal cake. Yeah, it was really good. So there are so many things out there for dessert options, and our advice is just find whatever type of dessert thing you like and have that at your wedding, but at least have something sweet. Nobody wants to go to a wedding that doesn't have dessert. So true. The wedding that I just helped coordinate, they were a little bit more creative with their dessert and cake, and they actually had a, quote, cheesecake. So not a cheesecake, like you would think, but they actually <laughs> had like, cheese rounds stacked up as a cheesecake, and that was served during their hors d'oeuvre uh, dinner hour. So then to compensate for that and have dessert, they ended up doing cookies instead. 
And then, of course, they didn't have anything to really cut for their cake cutting. <laughs> you can't cut the cheese nope. cake. <laughs> so they ended up doing a cookie dunk, which was really cute. So kind of also along those lines, we mm -hmm. recommend having some sort of something to cut or do a cute little cookie dunk, something like that. Yeah, I think that's an important part of the reception. And so don't overlook that when you're getting creative with your desserts because you might end up with just donuts and you're like, uh-oh, what do we do with these? Yep. So you can still do something along those lines. Yes. So along those lines, another thing that you can do is just have a small cake for the cutting. So it'd be just a little round one that would look like the top tier and you cut that and then you have other things for your guests to enjoy for dessert. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, basically the whole purpose of that little cake is just <laughs> so you guys can do the cake cutting and feed it to each other and have your pictures. Mm -hmm. So since cake is the traditional, most popular dessert, we're gonna dig into that a little bit more. Typically you get your cake at the cake shop, obviously. Mm -hmm. It's really great if you can do it at a local cake shop. They have a lot of great options and decorations. And it's easier for delivery and things like that. If you're not going through a cake shop, we've mentioned in a couple of the other episodes, maybe you have a family friend or something that wants to contribute to your wedding in some way and they want to bake your cake. That's great. Just use caution and make sure that you're getting what you want and the right thing that's for your day. There are some people who would want to bake their own cake mm. and that is an option too, but please just consider how much time this can take and it, <laughs> since it has to be done like the day before or a couple days right before your wedding to be fresh and that's your very busy time. So we don't necessarily recommend that, but I know that some brides want to do things like that <laughs> for their own wedding. I feel like this is a trend we don't necessarily recommend the bride doing much DIY stuff close to her wedding because you're so busy <laughs> yep so it's better if you have a friend that's really good at baking instead yep so back to the traditional cake shop that you'll probably be going through we have some tips and tricks for things to think about while you're working with them and choosing your cake yeah definitely find pictures online of cakes that you like to find a style or decorations that you like things like that. It doesn't have to be the exact cake that you want, but just saying, hey, I like this coloring or this texture or this style, mm -hmm. then they can put it together for you. I feel like this is where Pinterest comes yes. in. Um, I don't know if it's as popular as it used to be, but I totally pinned a ton of cakes trying to look for my style and yep. can get ideas. And then the cake shop themselves usually have a portfolio of cakes you can look at and mm -hmm. find ideas and things that they've done before, which is also really helpful since then you know exactly what it'll look like when they do it. Mm -hmm. They probably have some on their website, but then they also might have a book when you go in that you can flip through. Mm -hmm. This is Brianna. My favorite thing is do a tasting. Or five. <laughs> right. Go to tastings at multiple places. That's one of the best parts of wedding planning, we think, is just go do cake tastings. Yes, and bring whoever you want. I mean, your husband probably wants to try them, but like I brought my mom and then brought some home for my grandparents to try and made it a family affair. Yeah. One thing to note on this is some places do charge for the cake tasting, mm -hmm. but also a lot of them are free. So check it out. Yep, totally worth it even if they do charge and oftentimes then they could subtract that from your cake total if you end up purchasing. Highly recommend the tasting. Yes. <laughs> okay, so while you're thinking about your cake, you have to think about the design that you're looking for. Hopefully you have your inspiration going in and the specifics you need to consider are whether you want a square cake or a round cake, 
I'm totally in team square. And I'm in team round, so <laughs> can't go wrong either way. No. Some people get crazy and do multiple tiers in square and round together. So, Whoa. you know, could get Even crazy. crazier. Maybe you're going to have a hexagon. I don't know. <laughs> but figure out your shape, I guess. <laughs> you also have to think about how many tiers you want to have. This comes down to style, but also really depends on how many people are going to be at your wedding because the more tiers you add, the bigger your cake is. Right. And then colors, obviously, are important. Mm -hmm. I know you think of the traditional wedding cake and it's white, but you can do whatever color you want, mm -hmm. and you'll probably have lots of details on there that'll be some different colors. Yep. And then, obviously, the design and details. There's so much out there. You can do literally whatever you want on a cake. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. So We'll just talk about what we did on ours just to give some ideas, but again, literally anything you want. So for ours, the theme of our wedding was chandeliers. And so we had a silhouette of a chandelier on our cake, which I thought was really special. We also had some sort of beading and sparkle applique things added. And then we also had a beautiful flower from our florist put on the cake. And then for our topper, we did our initials, sparkly, of course. For my wedding, our colors, again, were light blue and sparkly silver, so our cake was the same. <laughs> and the bottom tier was this sparkly silver sprinkle stuff yep. that they could do on a cake. The middle tier had a kind of quilted look with some silver sprinkle <laughs> things. And then the top tier was white and had some more bedazzle. And then the top, we had a cake topper that was, again, sparkly silver and said Mr. and Mrs. on it. And the tied into our blue because my dad made us a blue cake stand that was our color. Mm -hmm. I really liked the silver sparkle things you had on your cake because one, they were gorgeous, but two, they actually tasted really good. Yeah, it was really cool. And I think that's something to think about. There might be really cool designs that maybe don't taste awesome, like things that are made out of fondant. Yeah. But your silver sparkles actually added like great texture and great flavor. Yeah, that's one thing to note when they're talking about flavors and things is fondant versus buttercream because fondant makes the cake look really cool but doesn't always taste the best. And speaking of flavors, there are obviously a ton of flavor options to choose from too and a bunch of different things you need to pick flavors for. So there's frosting flavors and then the actual cake flavors and then filling flavors too sometimes. That's a lot of flavors. Love flavors. <laughs> So some things to keep in mind when you're choosing your flavors is that you do want to have crowd pleasers to make everybody at your wedding happy, but I think it's also fun to try to have sort of a fun flavor or something unique as well. So you kind of have to toe the line and balance those two things. Since there are so many flavors out there, we won't dig into all of them, but we'll give you examples from our weddings. So for mine, we had two different types of cake. I wanted a chocolate and vanilla to cover all our bases. And then on the chocolate one, we had a dark chocolate ganache and cookies and cream filling with just chocolate buttercream frosting, I think. And then for our vanilla cake, we did a blackberry filling. So good. For our wedding, we had our main cake had two flavors. We did a lemon cake with just like cream cheese frosting, so that's my favorite. And then the kind of different flavor was a pink champagne cake. Mm, yeah, it was actually really good. And then 
We also had our mini cupcake flavors, and for those, we had four different flavors. Two were the same as our regular cake, and then we also had chocolate mint, so chocolate cake with mint frosting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then we also had carrot cake, and that one was just mostly because I really like carrot cake, and also <laughs> Ethan's dad is like, that's a special kind of thing for him, so... I think that's fun that you got to have so many different flavors with your cupcakes and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wanted to try to get, again, we had vanilla kind, mm-hmm. chocolate kind, a little bit of everything. Yes, I'm a big fan of variety, and I think so mm-hmm. are guests at weddings. When people can pick and choose what they actually like, I think it makes people really happy. Yeah, it was super fun. And people remember those unique flavors, and they're like, what, cookies and cream, dark chocolate ganache? Like, that's never had that before or whatever exactly (laughs) so one other thing to keep in mind on flavors is maybe consider allergies like if you know you have some people in your family with peanut allergies maybe you don't get that peanut butter filling even though it's really good and that's kind of in line with everything we were talking about on our food episode is you know thinking about your gluten intolerant folks and all of that so it's just good especially if you know of specific guests to keep that in mind The final design detail to keep in mind is your cake topper. Yep. And obviously this is something that you order yourself and provide. Mm -hmm. It's not usually provided or anything by your cake decorator. So you'll want to make sure that you give this detail to your cake designer if Mm -hmm. you are going to have a cake topper so they can kind of incorporate it into the design. And then also make sure you bring it with you on your wedding day so it can get (laughs) added to the cake because it's not usually part of when they make the cake so Mm -hmm. it's kind of an added thing later on okay so let's dig into pricing you've probably heard that wedding cakes can get outrageously expensive so cakes are usually priced per serving so per person who's going to eat the cake which is a little bit different than other things in a wedding So you have to have a good idea of your guest count by the time you order your cake because that'll determine how big your cake will be and the price of it. So an average price for a cake is a range of about $3.50 to $7 per serving. Of course, that really is going to vary with how many people you have at your weddings, Mm -hmm. but for overall costs, an average that we found was about $350 to $450, but again, totally ranges. I know mine was a bit more than that. Oh, me too. And then of course, that gives you a range of how much cake you need, but then obviously if you're like, well, I actually want three-tier cake or you want only two-tier cake or whatever, or you insist on having five tiers, then that'll change, like, based on the design that you want, then that obviously changes the size of cake that you want or need. I think generally we do recommend splurging on your cake. I think it's a pretty important piece because it's something that people are really going to remember walking away from a wedding. If they enjoyed eating the cake, that's what they're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Also going to be in a lot of photos because it'll probably be in your detail photos and things. And then also you do your official cake cutting with it. So it's going to be a focal point at some point. So we do recommend splurging on this. But we have a great money saving tip on this. And that is that you can have a secret cheap cake in the back (laughs) to serve a lot of people. So the most expensive part of the cake is that fancy detailed cake that you have set up to do your cake cutting with but 
to serve the masses at your wedding, you can have a secret sheet cake in the back that your caterer cuts up and actually serves to people. Mm-hmm. And that can be a lot less expensive. You can get it from the same place that you get your cake and just do a simple sheet cake that's not decorated. Or you can do an even less expensive option and just get a sheet cake from like Costco or something. Yes. And that can save you a lot more money if you just get a simple small cake to do the cutting with and your pictures with. And then get lots of sheet cakes in the back to serve everyone else with. And nobody will even know because they take your cake away to cut it up. And everyone just gets a piece of cake at the end. And no one knows that it's not from the special cake that you cut. Right. It's secret. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Secret sheet cake. For my wedding, we did this. We had a three-tiered cake, but that didn't even serve all of our guests. So we had secret sheet cakes from the same company in the same flavors that I mentioned in the back. And we served those. But also, I would still highly recommend Costco cake because it's super good. So, some good options. Another money-saving tip is just to limit the number of flavors of everything. This just happens because the more flavors you have, the more of everything you need to have to cover your basis. So, like if you're doing a dessert bar, like at my wedding, I had a dessert bar with the mini pies and cupcakes, like Mm -hmm. I mentioned. And you had all the flavors. I had a lot of flavors, but... You have to have like two to three items per person when you do a dessert bar. And obviously you don't have to have one of each flavor of thing for each person. But the more flavors you have, the more of each flavor you have to have to cover your basis because... Like sure, it's not going to be every single person gets one of every single flavor. But you can't have it be like one cupcake per person if you have five different flavors. Right. It's got to be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So it's better to limit the number of options if possible, and that'll save you some money. And then our last money-saving tip, and we've kind of mentioned before, but that's getting a small cake to cut and then doing other things around that could be cheaper than a cake. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk cake logistics. We like to talk about logistics and details, so we'll dig in and help you figure out all the little things around your cake. So yeah, the first thing is you just have to figure out how to get it to your wedding. Most of the time, if you get it from a regular bakery or cake shop, they'll help you with delivery, but it can cost some extra money and you just want to make sure that they offer that service. Mm -hmm. It's very hard to transport a three-tiered cakes. Yeah, and if they do offer this service, I highly recommend paying for it because it's really stressful to transport your own cake. And it's just not worth the hassle, so just have the professionals do it for you. Definitely. And then along with the delivery, you have to think about what time you want it to get there because you might want it there early while your photographer is taking detail photos. As we mentioned before, you need to make sure your cake topper also arrives and (laughs) that someone is in charge of putting it on your cake because that is not usually the job of whoever's making or decorating your cake. That would be a day of coordinator duty, like (laughs) we mentioned um, in our past episode. But if you don't have a day of coordinator, then make sure that you've assigned that task to someone at your wedding Mm -hmm. so that it gets on your cake. Mm -hmm. Maybe your caterer is willing to do it, or maybe you need to find a family friend or someone to do it for you. It would be really sad if you got and saw your pictures and realized your cake topper that you love so much didn't actually make it to top the cake. 
This is a really important one. Make sure you figure out who is going to cut your cake. And we mentioned this in the budget episode that this can be kind of an extra fee sometimes that your caterer or the restaurant on site or whatever will do the cake cutting, but that it can cost an extra fee. So have this conversation with your caterer or whoever's doing your food at your wedding and make sure that they'll do this for you. If you don't have a caterer, then make sure you figure out who's going to be cutting the cake before the wedding day because this should not be you, the bride <laughs> or groom, should not be the ones cutting the cake. No. I mean, side note, you're going to do your cake cutting, yes. but that's just that's for show. Just for you to eat one bite and that's it. <laughs> and you shouldn't have to put in the actual work of cutting all the other pieces. Yep. I was just at a wedding a few weeks ago and the bride and groom did their little cake cutting, fed each other, and then they stopped and they're like, looked at each other like, do we serve this to everyone now? Like, what do we do? And luckily then their caterer came right over and they're like, no, no, we do it. They just had not had that conversation at all with their caterer and didn't realize that that was the thing. So it was all taken care of with their caterer, but that's just something that you should work out ahead of time. Make sure it's taken care of. And again, if you don't have a caterer or anyone on site that will do it, make sure that you have arranged with a family friend anyone at the wedding that will just take care of it for you and make sure that's just planned ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And if your caterers or someone at your venue is doing it for you, there may be a fee for the cake cutting. So that's something to keep in mind and you just want to know that up front. Yep. It's worth it though. Yes, <laughs> Obviously sure. have them do it. And then as part of that, make sure that you have the cake cutting utensils on the table ready to go. If you have fancy ones that you want to use, make sure that those are out and they're for pictures or for you guys to use during your cake cutting. Right. My tip there is you can put those on your registry and then specifically kind of nudge one of your bridesmaids or whoever to let people know you'd really like to get those for your showers so you actually have them for your wedding. Yes. Also, a good thing to talk about with your groom beforehand is the whole logistics of that first cake cutting, cake biting, <laughs> and making sure you have an agreement on, do you want to smash cake in your face? Or are you doing it nice? Or how are you guys doing that? Because mm -hmm. you don't want to have that moment where he smashes cake in your face and you're really angry about it or vice versa. Maybe just have a quick talk about that beforehand to make sure you're good with what's going on there. Yep. I was definitely in the camp of, I don't want cake all over my face because I just paid to have my hair and makeup done and I had a bright white dress on. So no thanks. And my husband knew that and did it nicely. Yep. So better just make sure you're on the same page with that one. And so you don't <laughs> have any embarrassing moments in front of everyone also caught on camera. <laughs> okay. Another cake logistic, this is one of my favorites, is to make sure that you have cake to go that you can take to your hotel afterwards. This was seriously my favorite thing. We got some to-go mini cupcakes and I ate them all night after the wedding. It was the best. A lot of times the bride and groom are not even able to sit down and eat anything at the wedding because they're so busy and you're starving by the time you get back to your hotel and it's so nice to just have some cake. And so for this, make sure that you have someone coordinating this for you. A lot of times your caterers will, but again, your day of coordinator can help with that. Make sure it's boxed up nicely for you and then it gets into your getaway car so you can take it with. Our last cake cutting logistic has to do with the top tier of your cake. <laughs> so a lot of people, it's tradition to save the top tier of your wedding cake and freeze it mm -hmm. and eat it on your first wedding anniversary. 
So let me just say, we did this and it was gross. We couldn't even eat it. Uh, we did it. We ate it. Ethan enjoyed it. He ate most of it, so that was good. I we thought it was fun. Even the outside <laughs> was wax, and the inside just like fell apart and was mush. Like so gross. If you're gonna do it, I really still I think it's a fun tradition. And if this is our suggestion as an alternative, is that you just get a recreation of your top tier from the same place that you got your cake. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a lot of packages now from the bakeries that they'll just include that as part of your cake package. Yes, I think that's so smart and so cool that people actually offer that. Yep, so you just call them around your first anniversary and they'll just recreate that top tier for you and Mm -hmm. it's all fresh and better. Yes, much better. And not saving your top tier could actually be a money-saving thing as well because, I mean, you're kind of wasting a whole tier of cake that you could be serving to guests. You're missing out on some pieces on the day that you're going to have to compensate for by having more of other cake or more of other things. That's true. If you do want to go that traditional route though and save that top tier, I highly recommend packaging it super, super well. You do need to coordinate with your caterer usually or your data coordinator to make sure that you let them know ahead of time that you want to save it Mm -hmm. so that the person who's cutting your cake does not cut it and serve it to other people. Right. And then usually they'll wrap it up for you, but when you get home, you should wrap it better because they'll just wrap it in whatever they have sent home with you but if it's going to last in the freezer for a whole year you need to wrap it i recommend in a lot of saran wrap and a lot of foil and make sure it's sealed very well mm-hmm. to last a whole year to even be remotely <laughs> good enough to take a bite maybe the year. maybe the saran wrap was the difference for you guys because we just had foil and then the mm, box yeah Ethan's mom packaged ours for us, and she did like eight layers of saran wrap and then some foil, and it it worked out pretty good. (laughs) So that's my recommendation on that one is repackage it after you get home, and the more saran wrap, the better. (laughs) So on that specific note, uh, we will wrap up this episode. Um, Okay, guys, so this is a little bit ironic once we get to the cake episode, but we're going to leave you with the three key ingredients that will make choosing and enjoying your cake a piece piece of cake cake. (laughs) number one do a cake tasting or five (laughs) number two have secret sheet cake to save money and number three doesn't have to be cake but do have some sort of dessert If you enjoyed listening to us and feel like you actually got some good takeaways and tangible tips for your wedding planning, please, please, please go rate us, review us, share us with your friends. You can also find us on Instagram at pieceofcake.planning. Or you can email us at pieceofcakepodcast at outlook.com. So keep listening and share it with your friends. Thanks, and we hope your wedding planning is a piece piece of of cake. cake.